Hi, I'm Beth. And I'm Stainy. And you're listening to Mixed Politics. Welcome to episode 27. Stainy, what are you drinking? I'm drinking regular... Actually, no, it's not a regular. It's a rum punch. Um, it has pirate rum, um, ginger ale, and V8 Splash. Is this berry blend or strawberry kiwi? Strawberry kiwi. It's a staple for you, the V8 Splash stuff. I do, but I like the berry blend. This strawberry kiwi is nice, though. Good. Um, and lime juice, because lime juice already, always... Always the lime juice. It makes that it... That is your staple. It makes lime it. Lime juice. Yeah. What are you drinking? I'm calling this a Swifty. It is a mixture of strawberry flavor, cola, and coconut rum. Yeah. And the reason I'm calling it a Swifty is because when I, when I drink, I get rosy cheeks. <laughs> I got the red lips and the rosy cheeks, and if you're a Swifty, you totally understand that reference. So... That's my drink for tonight. I do not understand the reference. Do you want to explain it to me for the people who also don't understand? What Taylor Swift. Ah! <laughs> she has a song where the lyric says red, red lips and rosy cheeks. But yes! uh, Taylor Swift fan? Yeah, totally. She's badass. I think she got a problem with it. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Shit, I just fucked up. We just got canceled. No. That's like talking shit about like Beyonce fans <laughs> and Taylor Swift fans is the way out of media. Let me just say, I understand why people think that there's a lot of drama attached to her, but do you know what she just did with her music? Mm-mm. She took the music industry by storm. She did the thing that Paul McCartney would never have the balls to do. Okay. The master copies of her songs that everybody plays on the radio and yeah. Spotify and all that. She was not able to buy them. So what she did was she re-recorded every single album so that she now owns the rights to all of her own songs. Wow. And that's what is being played. So what's what's now. happening with the old versions? The old they're just not They're completely played. devalued. Oh, cuz cuz newer is better. Yes. Somebody paid 330 million dollars for those masters and now they're basically worthless. That's smart. She's, she's a badass. That's so, so awesome. Yeah. So I'm a, I'm a fan. I'm, okay. And before we get into what we're talking about today, I would like to to say that, you know, we both live in Ohio, went to school in Ohio, and we are now Bengals fans. (laughs) (laughs) Because the Bengals are, I don't know if this will be ready by the time the Super Bowl airs. It probably will. Yeah. Um, Then if they do, if, if they have won or they are winning, go Bengals. If they didn't win, still good job, Bengals. Yeah. Rooting so for Ohio. We're, we're rooting for Ohio. That's why I got... <laughs> yeah. I'm not from the Natty, but threw on the Bengals, <laughs> to quote Cameron. So what are we talking about tonight? We are talking about what's going on with CNN firing the president of their network. Hmm? Let's give a little background about this. Uh, CNN president Jeff Zucker recently resigned, kind of out of nowhere, and turns out some of the details have leaked that he resigned because he would have been fired if he hadn't resigned. He was citing a consensual relationship with another, with a colleague of his, a subordinate, and her name was Allison Gallust. They breached the code of conduct by not reporting this. Uh, the staff seems pretty upset that he was, that he resigned or was forced out because they, they weren't offended by this relationship. I and think, you know what, I don't know, I think enough top people knew about it. Yeah, I think that was kind of like It was a, just like, for real? Yeah, yeah. Well-kept secret, you but... You know, guy over this? Yeah. Um, yeah. And just, just and not, not to cut you, but I do want to make it clear to listeners that this was, one, a consensual relationship, mm-hmm. and two, like, there was nothing, like, in regular life, it wasn't like, because they're both single people. Yes. They're both, I think they're both divorced. Yes. Yeah. So it wasn't like, oh, they were having like this steamy affair or whatever. <laughs> it was it's two single people just, you know, just happened to work together and decided they like each other. That's right. Yeah. Are you going to, are you going to talk about their, their background any at all? Not really, but yeah. I, I do want to say that, um, there seems to be still so much stigma around relationships in the workplace. Mm-hmm. If somebody's uncomfortable with this relationship, the code of conduct violation is something, hey, hey, if you were supposed to report it, you should have. But that set aside, it seems to be quite a few people, I would say the person who led to this coming to fruition and mm-hmm. being investigated, that person was using this as ammunition, and it just kind of shows that relationships... <laughs> be they in the workplace or amongst mm. friends or amongst whatever, it seems like consensual relationships can be used as ammunition. And that's kind of frightening, I think. There's just 
way too many people who are too concerned yeah. with who's dating who. And yeah. Um, yeah. And the, the, the thing that, like, so when I started looking into this, I had, all right, so when it happened, I think I was at work. And he got, you know, outed or resigned. because And it was very quick, too. Like, he walked in and was just like, hey, everybody, listen, I'm done. Um, and that's and the reason I'm done is because we were hooking up and I didn't tell anybody that I should have told. So sorry and good luck, bye. Mm-hmm. And then she was just like, "This is true. This also sucks. Also sucks that he's leaving, but I'll be here tomorrow." <laughs> and I was like, wait, wait, what? So your so, question is, why is she so still there? That, wait, that, before I get to okay. that. I started getting messages from my friends. Actually, mm-hmm. one of the, the guy who, um, Brandon, who does the music for the show, oh, yeah. he messaged me and he's just like, yo, this is so juicy. <laughs> I'm ready. And the first thing, like, what we were talking, because we, fi- we couldn't find her first name. Mm. And so the way they were talking about, one of the sentences was phrased as if it was like, it was, it was, he was having a relationship with a guy. Oh. And we're like, oh, this is lit. So, like, I literally, like, paused at work, and I'm, like, on my phone, and I'm, like, this is awesome. Um, I started talking to a Patreon member, uh-huh. um, Rayon, just, and so there were so many conversations happening. Yeah. And there were so many questions. It was just, like, who is he? Who is she? You know, and, you know, she had, like, two, she's a high-level exec as well. She is. She is mm-hmm. CFO and CMO. Right. Which is chief financial officer and chief marketing, marketing. officer. Mm-hmm. Right. So she's That's not right. some lackey. No. Like she can send people for coffee. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so once when, when we started to get the, the facts straight, I remember I was like, for me personally, I got to the point where I was like, man, this story suck. Yeah. They're both single. They both agree it's consensual. What the hell are we talking about? It, that's my point too. Is that oh, no. why do we care? <laughs> And I literally just went back to work, and I was just like, I'm done. This is boring. Right, right. And you reached out to me, and you were like, why is this, what does this have to do with politics? And I was like, there's stuff there. But the part about this consensual relationship, my question is, who the fuck cares? Why do we care who's dating who? And why was this used as ammunition? It's a little bit tricky. Before we get to the ammunition, why do we care was very important. And you pointed, both you and um, Rayon pointed it out that, you know, if it was a situation where she got the positions that she got mm-hmm. because of her relationship with the top man, mm-hmm. then that's a huge problem. And I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think that happened. It doesn't For, sound like it. Yeah. Yeah, it she, doesn't she, sound like she it. Been, she been in this. She's been. Right. They've been colleagues at NBC before they came to CNN. Mm-hmm. They've been friends for 25 years. Yeah. So it's like, I'm like, me I personally, know. like as an individual, I'm like, friends for 25 years i don't i got things to do mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and obviously she earned her position no yes. one gave it to her because she was banging the boss or or whatever so that's like, that's the telltale sign is that the people at cnn either on air or behind the scenes have been giving interviews and saying we like her a lot and we they did not give any impression that they felt like she achieved her position mm-hmm. because of the relationship so they would be the first to, to say that they were uncomfortable with it, and I would trust their judgment because they work there. And I have yet to see a person come out and say that they yeah. feel uncomfortable with her position. So, But you raised a good question about what does this mean for people in the workplace? Why was it such a big deal? Yeah. So if we, if we just say, yeah, they violated their code of conduct by not reporting it, that doesn't seem to be a huge issue for, for me personally, but... Yeah. Um, I have seen relationships in my office go sour. And I think that there is a liability issue involved. And I think this is kind of the crux of it. And I'll get to the details of it a little bit later. But I really think it's a liability issue. Mm-hmm. And be- because you never know if somebody's going to have a terrible breakup and then people start to choose sides. And yeah. Yeah. Office, <laughs> office drama. Yes. Oh, yes, exactly. So I can say on a personal note, I have dated people that I've worked with before. It's not always a great idea. <laughs> Mine was great. <laughs> but I took, never dated took somebody. Took the stress out of work right away. <laughs> <laughs> but I never dated anybody who was my superior or my subordinate. That was a rule for me personally. Right, right, right. I wouldn't want the optics of that. But I will say that as a woman, 
there have been many rumors about me that have not been true. The workplace is a terrible place for rumors. Yeah. And it's it's unfortunate what happens to some people if there are assumptions made about, oh, she spends a lot of time with him, so she must be dating him. Yeah. Then that that's detrimental to a person's reputation. So I think that just word to the wise, it's you know, be cautious about dating people in the workplace. But for these two in particular, it doesn't seem like it was a terrible situation. They seem they seem to be very professional about it. Yes. But they you know they didn't disclose and that leads me to another question right mm -hmm. let's say okay so let's just make this very clear if you're dating somebody in the workplace that's at your like in terms of the hierarchy your level mm -hmm. you don't have to disclose D it depends my code of conduct i don't honestly know what it says because I'm not, you don't I'm, care. Not, You're not I'm not dating a work. work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, well, but that actually is a, it's an interesting question because what if people were having consensual non-relationship sexual activity? Does that need to be disclosed? See, that's where I was getting to it. I was just like, yeah. at what point do you decide we need to disclose? Right. If we're just hooking up, you know, every other week or whatever, mm -hmm. we don't have a relationship Maybe even even both of them are dating other people. Right. You know, whatever. It's like, at, is that the point? Just because we are hooking up, do I, yeah. do I need to go to HR and be like, hey, just so you guys know, I'm fucking um, Karen from accounting. And then HR is going to be like, so are you guys are you guys in a relationship? It's like, no, I'm just, no. just banging around a copier. Right. Or... At the point where you both decide, you know, are we going to make this exclusive? Is, is is Are we a thing? Are we an item? And that, now at that point, do you walk into the office tomorrow and go, hey, listen, our relationship started yesterday at 3.30 p.m. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm trying know. to figure out when. Because, right. the, because here's the thing. like, And according to, like, the IRS, mm -hmm. if you're not married, you're single. Yeah. So, so, so yeah. my thing is, like, at what point up to... We are now engaged, <laughs> and I have an engagement ring. It was—it's still not clear to me. When do we disclose? We disclose no when idea. we first made out, when <laughs> we first hooked up, when we first spent the night with each other. Have we taken right. a trip? What do we do? This seems very invasive because if I decide that I'm just going to go kiss somebody over there that I happen to be in the same office. Now my office has ten thousand people in it, so in, in a sea of ten thousand people, do I need to go disclose that I just? Yeah, that went and had a, a smooch with that person behind the that vending machine. And I mean, I'm so happy I don't work in corporate America. Yeah. And I'm wondering if these rules apply like internationally, like, you know, possibly Japan. But I'm thinking like, I don't know, Turkey. Like, is, right. is that a thing where you like you'd have to. I think even within our country, each company is going to have their own rules. So yeah. but it's it's not clear to me. And I've been at my company for 17 years. I would like to see. And this is a failure on my part. I should have looked into this. But I would like to see a company's code of conduct that is like, if you have made out, you must disclose. <laughs> if you've had sex or intercourse. <laughs> but like, now i got to tell somebody that we're fucking like, what? Right. That's so... I think it's it's very evident that not just in corporate America, but in life in general, especially in America. Yeah. There's not enough conversation about the difference between sex and love, love and marriage, Making out a relationship. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, you can kiss and not have a relationship. You can have sex and not have a relationship. You can be in a relationship and, and not, not have, have sex. sex. <laughs> <laughs> like, what yeah. if you're, like, two devout Christians and, like, you're both virgins? And, like, the only thing you've ever done is, like, held hands and gone to the movies right. and decided that you're going to be exclusive with each other. Right. Now do you disclose? Right, exactly. Well, what are you disclosing? So, that you guys go sit on right. a bench to each other? Yeah, exactly. Yes. So there needs to be a little bit more nuance in these conversations about the differences between all these different things. So yeah. in my mind, sex and love and marriage are all different things, what independent if, from one uh, another. What if you're Amish? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. But you can see, it's really yes. weird. It's yes. really weird. Mm -hmm. Who decides when what? And that's right. the thing. Like I, They're not telling, and I, and I honestly don't want to know, um, mm -hmm. how, what... What was the nature of their relationship? Were they just hooking up? Were they sleeping at each other's homes? Were right. they taking trips? Are they have they have they disclosed to their families? What right. that's the next thing. I haven't disclosed to my brother and sister, mother, father, but I have to disclose to the right. HR. Right. It's yes. so weird to me. You know what? Listen, my thing is mind your fucking business. Yeah. Now, like I agree with the part where it's like the liability. If 
if I'm giving you a promotion yes. because we're sleeping together. Okay, right. that's a fucking problem. Right. But if nothing else is happening, you have the same job you've had. Right. I, like, come on, man. Yeah. Now, now yeah. here's the thing. If let, Let's say, for example, if she's up for a promotion or he is up for a promotion. Right. At that point, I really believe that somebody needs to go in and be like, hey, just so you guys know, we've been whatever. Mm-hmm. We've been whatever. And so... In consideration of that person getting a promotion, I am recusing myself yes. because I don't want to be no part of yes. make in the future. Somebody said, oh, she got it, whatever, whatever. And I want it documented that I was not a part of the selecting, the hiring, the interviewing, the choosing, right. nothing. I think that makes sense. But just because like, we, like I made out with you, not you, yeah. <laughs> not you. I'm saying that very clear. Not, we never made out. Will. Right. Never. Um, we, 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 we've made out a few times. And then, like, next week, I decide, I don't ever want to make out with you again. There's another person over here. So, so now I got to disc- I wouldn't want to share that America, weird. It's not like, now, now that I don't like you anymore, maybe maybe we made out, we were drunk. Right. And then, you know, I realized that, like, oh, you're you're a sexist or a racist or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? So now I got to go disclose that I made out with a racist? You, you see what I'm saying? Is that going to be the next thing? I can't be racist because I made out with a black person. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's the next one. Yes. That's, that's the next one. <laughs> all right, that's... so let's, let's talk about here, about how this all came to light. This that's is so... Hard. Now, that's gonna, it's, it's, that's I know hard. that you were concerned that we, we don't want to come across as gossipy, but there's something very political in nature to yeah. this whole thing. So... This started, and you actually texted this to me. You were like, Cuomo ratted him out. <laughs> Chris Cuomo. Oh Chris Cuomo was a he was he had his own primetime show on CNN. Mm-hmm. He was uh, he is the brother of former Governor Andrew Cuomo. Ousted. Ousted. Governor. Ousted because of some non consensual advances mm-hmm. towards women. That is very key to this. So, that, that seems like a, a, a like a common theme yes. in in American like once you've gotten to like certain places and you're a dude it's yeah. like it's like dude you've sex or you ask somebody <laughs> you, you you just have and yeah. and it goes to back it goes back to what like Nelly said back in like 2002 and I'm like aging myself what good is all the fame if you ain't fucking the models that's literally why dudes get powerful I mean yeah. that's not why I would get powerful I would get powerful to own yeah. a yacht in Monaco but. <laughs> Some dudes, that's why they get powerful. Because mm-hmm. they couldn't do that if they weren't powerful. That's right. People would not find them attractive if they didn't have money. Right. So, so he was yeah. sexually assaulting people. Or harassing. Uh, allegedly. Sorry. Harassing. It allegedly. Was, because no... the case was dismissed. Ooh. It was never proven. Mm. Now, that could be for other reasons. So it's like peeling back the layers of an onion. There's a lot there. So mm. we have to stick with the word alleged. Alleged. But so... Chris Cuomo was, while he was still working for CNN, he was using his position as a journalist to cover up some of the negative stories about his brother while he was still governor. That's not all he was doing. Okay, so you can go into the, okay. the more details about what he was doing, because I'm not as clear on that. Really? I just... It's just one more thing. So, yes, he was using his position... To like, you know, cover up and hush hush. Mm-hmm. But he was also using journalistic tools and people within his like circle to dig up dirt. Oh yeah. On the people who are making accusations. Right, right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So oh, there, those two things. Yeah. Yes. So uh, Chris Cuomo was doing all those kind of things, and and Jeff Zucker fired him and decided not to pay out his contract. Mm-hmm. And because Cuomo was not going to get that money, he hired a lawyer. And then he started red. He hired a celebrity lawyer yes. to like a regular, yeah. <laughs> and he was like, you know what? It's all, it's almost like that part in Friends when Chandler is like, if I'm going down, I'm taking everybody with me. Let me see it again. Joey was in a porno movie. <laughs> if I'm going down, I'm taking everybody with me. <laughs> to me, it just seems a little odd that... Andrew Cuomo being criticized for allegedly making non-consensual advances toward women. And then Chris Cuomo deciding he was going to use consensual sexual relationships as ammunition Mm -hmm. tells me that the Cuomo family 
really doesn't understand the difference between consensual and non-consensual. But it worked. Well, it it worked, but I think that this whole thing is flawed. The, to me, you mm. should not be using consensual sex as ammunition for anything. Yeah. It's consensual. The, the way I understand what happened, though, was that it wasn't that he just came out and was just like, hey, if you're not giving me my money, I'm going to spill the beans. Yeah. It was more like, hey, you're investigating me. Mm-hmm. And that's opening up our emails, our emails, <laughs> to investigation. And if you keep pushing this, there's stuff in there mm-hmm. that you might not want people to see, my guy. <laughs> so here's what you should do. Pay me my fucking money. <laughs> stop the investigation. And we all just fucking go home. I don't know if Zucker, I don't know if Zucker was just like, no, I'm going to investigate. Maybe it wasn't his call. Yeah, that's fair. That's a fair point. Maybe yeah. it wasn't him. Yeah. Maybe. But the investigation continued. Yeah. And sure enough, it was just like, wait a second. What's this here in email 7,228? <laughs> Zucker and Gullis were, what? Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, shit. Like, we got that's, problems. that's what happens when you dig. Dirt gets everywhere. I know. Well, there's, <laughs> if there's a paper trail, somebody can find it. And, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> if you're going to be in a relationship or even just a, having sex with somebody in the office, don't email each other dirty things. Just don't. I don't know if it was dirty, though, or just like a mention or, or even, a slip. Yeah, even, or a, yeah, yeah, anything like that. That's That's what... That's what phones are for. That's what Snapchat's for. <laughs> so I was thinking about this before we, we did the episode. And it just seems to me like gone are the days of when... No, gone are the days for some people. Mm-hmm. Specifically, and you know, we were talking about this, friggin' boomers. Mm-hmm. And not necessarily bo- people who are boomers because of the generation the they were born in. But because they're doing boomer shit. Like yeah. dumb shit. <laughs> so many times... And, and this, is, this happens almost like every other week. Somebody gets in trouble because of something that was in an email. Like, yeah. the, forget, the, the January 6th commission right now. Oh. People are, like, people are, yeah. are going to be indicted because of things that they texted. And it's like, okay, boomer dumbasses. Or things they recorded. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Stop putting things on the internet. And internet meaning text. Email, Everything. WhatsApp, Facebook. What does stop putting things electronically that can incriminate you? Yes. You remember back? I mean, we were kids, but you remember the 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 nineteen twenties to eighties, where it was like if you had some dirt, you got in your own private car with this individual, mm-hmm. and you drove to Long Island, mm-hmm. and you had a conversation. Yeah. And if the FBI or the CIA were really, really good, mm-hmm. they bugged your car. Mm-hmm. But that took a fuck ton of effort. Yes. And then they circumvented that. They were like, hey, we want to talk about some shit. Let's go to the sauna. Yes. We're wearing towels. Yes. There's no way anybody could be having a wire right. in here. We're butt-ass naked in the sauna. That's right. And then they took it further. It's like, get in the pool. Mm-hmm. Get in the hot tub. We're going to have this conversation like men, naked as fuck, and this conversation is never going to leave here. And that whole storyline was even written into Sopranos. Because it's known that that, that, at that time, that was the way that you tracked it. Somebody might listen. Yeah, you would would go to the sauna, you would go in the hot tub because you needed somebody to strip down and make sure they weren't wired. Look, it was Jay-Z was just like, I don't understand why y'all keep telling on yourselves. It just doesn't make sense to yeah. me. Why would you put shit in email or text or whatever? Call me, meet me in the woods, mm-hmm. or we're never talking about this. Do you know what's crippling people right now is that there's no pay phones? Because that used to be the thing. You don't call from your house. You go to a pay phone yeah. and you talk to that person. Because like, even, even burner phones can be tracked now. Like it's, right. like it's like, don't just meet the person and have the conversation. That's right. I don't know why somebody was emailing Cuomo or Zucker or whatever about his relationship with Gullis because even if, like if, if I was if I was that person and somebody emailed that to me my my reply would be like 
the hell? I don't know what you're talking about. That is not happening, my guy. Right. I don't know where you got that information from. But anyways, right. next topic. Right. Because you just never know. You never know who's going to be listening and watching. It's so weird to me. And a lot and of these companies. are grown-ass men, adults, yes. older than me. How is it that I know that I shouldn't talk about shit right. in text and email? And they just... It's never been confirmed to me. Although it's highly suspected... And a lot of people are very confident that mm -hmm. in my company, there are keyword searches that are done on a daily basis with our instant messages. So if we say anything with a certain name in it, a certain topic, a, yeah. a swear word, that it's being tagged. IT, IT already knows. Yeah. By you press send. Yes. Hey, somebody knows that, hey, these people are sending some questionable shit. Exactly. I don't understand how these grown-ass people don't know. Like, they don't get and, it. And I've had this conversation with friends, and it's like, when you get to a certain level of like money and power, it it clouds your judgment to make you feel like you're immune. That's right. Like like they'll never find they, me they out. And even if they do, what the fuck are they gonna do? Well now you're fired. Right. And now you're not getting your money. Right. Exactly. There's this hubris involved. Hubris. When you get to work. a certain point that you just lose that sensibility. Yeah. You lose that whatever you had when you're people like us, you're just like, I shouldn't do this because it's probably going to bite me in the ass. Yeah. Well, these people get to a certain point. They're so used to being fawned all over that they just kind of lose that. And then they're just like, yeah, whatever. Do not say anything. You And once you press send, once you press send, you forever. can't, there's no deleting, there's no disappearing, there's no, because you don't know where it goes. Like, you, your company more than likely uses servers from Amazon Web Services. Mm -hmm. Those servers are literally in towers in Taiwan. Mm -hmm. You cannot delete them. I knew about this when Snowden, um, you know, did the whole, the NSA is spying on you mm -hmm. shit. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like, if you get on the phone or in your email or text message or whatever, and, like, you, you transmit the words, like, president and mm -hmm. bomb. Yeah. Immediately the Pentagon is like... Flag, flag, or, flag. Or, or you separated the words bomb and shell. It was yeah. like the president of my school board is with this bombshell yeah. blonde. Immediately, immediately the FBI yeah. is like... President, bomb, boom. Okay, we got to investigate this person. Now, it's a death threat. Yeah. Now, back in the day before, before the whole Snowden incident... The FBI would literally show up at your door. Or mm -hmm. not necessarily the FBI, but local police. They would, you know, Probably do the channels. Service. Would show up at your door and be like, we need to talk. And they still do that now to this day. Yeah. I don't understand how Andrew Cuomo and Chris Cuomo and Zucker, who work mm -hmm. at a media company. Yes. So it has to be sense. hubris. It is hubris. Absolutely. There's a lot of talk amongst the people that work at CNN who are very shocked by this, and they, they're not happy with the decision for Zucker to leave. Mm -hmm. um, and one of them, and I will put his picture on the screen here, he's, he did a whole segment where he basically said, this probably has to do with the merger that's coming up. And I was like, merger? I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. The big part that was underappreciated, the backdrop to all of this, is a looming mega merger. CNN and HBO and the rest of Warner Media are being spun off right now by AT&T. It is step one in the formation of a new company, Warner Brothers Discovery. AT&T and Discovery are determined to get this deal done. It is the top priority. It is, frankly, all that matters to the management right now. It seems like the deal is going to take effect. But that's the background for Jeff Zucker's exit. I didn't know Discovery had so much fucking money. Yes. Yes. I did Let me... not know. <laughs> like, and I looked and I was like, off animals and shit? Okay. Oh, no, it's more than that. It's because yeah. there are so many of these large corporations that are going through mergers and acquisitions, and, they, and they're all the you know, parent company and the child companies, and they're yeah. all intertwined. And it's, it's just mind-boggling to even think of. But in essence, because a merger is in the works right now, Discovery CEO did not want anything to... Mess around to, with. Yeah, exactly. Mess around so, with the money. The money, the optics, the everything. So Jackpot a lot Joe. of people are saying that had it not been for this merger, Zucker wouldn't have had to leave because yeah. it would have just been like, okay, so you're, you're fucking her. Big deal. Um, maybe somebody would have had to have been moved to a different department or something to yeah. separate the two of them. But this merger just goes to show that corporate power is 
kind of getting out of hand. But the corporations that are going through these mergers and acquisitions, they're not going to prioritize their people first. They're going to prioritize the merger or the acquisition. Yeah. And they're going to get rid of people from the company if it means they keeping care, that merger in, in, in place. Yeah, because we're, talk, we're talking billions, probably hundreds of billions. Oh, yeah. Like, it's not... Is like you, you can't you can't just buy a media conglomerate and like with like a hundred million dollars like you gotta you coming huge. in with the big and there's guns. there's a lot of history to this okay a lot of history to this so I started to think I, I I researched Discovery and the merger with with CNN's parent company and I was like okay so it's Warner Media Warner and I thought. Okay, so let me see if I can just figure out how much this is going to happen for. But me Googling merger, discovery, Warner Media led me down this rabbit hole of AT&T oh, and man. all the different acquisitions that have gone through. Mm -hmm. The number of times the Department of Justice has sued AT&T from the 1800s until present. Yeah. Dude. Before they were AT&T, when they were fucking Bell the, South. The, well, Bell South was just, no, that's actually the result of, of the, one of the, the lawsuits. <laughs> 22 Bell operating companies cover the continental United States. Companies like New Jersey Bell, Illinois Bell, Pacific Telephone. They still exist, but instead of belonging to AT&T, they have been split off and consolidated into seven new completely independent companies. Regional holding companies, they're called. For example, Bell Atlantic is composed of New Jersey Bell, Bell of Pennsylvania, Diamond State Bell, and the Chesapeake and Potomac telephone companies. The other regional holding companies are 9X, Bell South, Ameritech, Southwestern Bell, U.S. West, and Pacific Telesis. So AT&T goes back to the Bell days. There was this yeah. huge umbrella of Bell. In 1913, the 1940s, 1982, 1990, all these different times, AT&T was sued because they were getting too big. Yeah. But there was a time when the Bell conglomerate controlled all of the telecommunications, just, well, phone communications. Yeah. Up until 1982, they controlled all of it because they hadn't been broken up yet. So it wasn't until 1982 that AT&T was forced to create Bell South and New Jersey Bell and yeah, all this yeah, different, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was, the different distributors had to have been broken up because there was no competition. It was a complete monopoly. Much the same way that happened in the steel companies back the in the 1800s. And yeah. Yeah, railroad companies. I mean, oof, they were huge. So there's so much history. So the current Warner Media started in 1972 as Warner Communications. And then Time and Warner Communications merged in 1990, making Time Warner. Now that covered Turner Broadcasting, HBO, Cinemax, TBS, CW, TNT, Boomerang, Warner Brothers, Universal Pictures, DC Comics. So people were eating. Yeah. Ooh. All of this was under the umbrella. And Time Warner then partnered with US West to form Time Warner Communications. And then AT&T Broadband bought that. Mm-hmm. Also with Comcast. I was about to ask because you went out west and I was like, yeah. that now we're getting into Comcast. Exactly. Okay, okay. All of this was sucked up in 2001. Do you see how AT&T is getting mm -hmm. pretty big now? Didn't NBC have something to do with Comcast too? I don't know off the top of my head. Mm. I'm sure. But I will put a graphic here on the screen that shows the diagram of all these different major corporations and, and what they own. And yeah. It's, oh, but when, it, when, when, it's all said and, when it's all said and done... There are six major media corporations. Yes. Like, yes. Back in the day, like when we were growing up, we'd think that each channel was their own company. That is not the case. Not at it's all. like Disney owns ESPN and ABC mm -hmm. and Marvel and oh my god, it's crazy. It is. And then Time yeah. Warner owns and then so it's it's Disney, um, Time Warner, Paramount, and like two others. Yeah. And that's it. That's it. It's, yeah. And it's and it's really it's really frightening. If you really get into yes. it, it's frightening. It's like it is. these six companies decide what opinions are aired. Yes, exactly. Six entities have decided what 
you see on TV. That's right. Because you have Holy competing... shit. From our perspective, we have competing networks like Fox News Entertainment. Yeah. And then you have CNN. And then you have MSNBC. And each one of those reports up to a company that tells them what their content yeah. is going to be. Viacom. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Viacom, yeah. So there's a reason why there are some that are left-leaning, some that are right-leaning, because that's driven by their parent company. And oftentimes you will hear it like on a broadcast too. CNN will be reported, like, no, let me give you an example. ABC will be reporting on something and they'll just be like, you know, um, at the end of the reporting, they'll say ESPN is also an affiliate of ABC, which is under our parent company of Disney. Yes. <laughs> and you're like, wait, what? Wait, what? Yeah, it's because they don't seem to be related at all. But it's the mergers and acquisitions yeah. going on. Here's the thing that I found. I remember hearing about this back in 2017 under the Trump administration. The Department of Justice sued AT&T because they were going to merge with Time Warner back oh, then. Oh, yeah, and they had to stop that. Yes, the Lord. Department of Justice went after them. And I remember hearing about it back then because some people were speculating whether or not Trump himself was trying to stop the merger because he, was, he had beef with some of the parties involved. Mm. That never really panned out, but the Department of Justice did sue, and it's, again, it's not the first time AT&T has been sued. They've been sued many times they to prevent acquisitions. Exactly. Some of the concerns that the Department of Justice was it would not, it, it would be stifling competition because if you have AT&T that is a provider and they oversee Time Warner or Warner Communications, which is, they are actually a content provider, so AT&T could give preference for the content that is through Time Warner Communications. Yeah, I remember that. Stifling the, com- the competition yeah. of other dis- other content providers. And it was, a, it was a whole thing. You remember when they were, they, I I'm, I'm getting tipsy, but <laughs> there was this whole thing, net neutrality. That's yes, where, that's yes, where it came neutrality. out. Because yeah. it was like AT&T could give preference yes. in terms of um, streaming and ads yes. and revenue and whatever to the companies that are affiliated with them, yes. and then they would stifle or strangle mm-hmm. other companies who weren't. Yes. So let's say, for example, if you had internet through AT&T, mm-hmm. um, your, your Google search wouldn't be the same as if you had gone through Comcast, yes. or if you had gone through you know whatever else. Exactly. Um, and it, so there was no... There, it was a whole thing because yes. there was no neutrality, yes. and they were trying... I don't know, and it was it was definitely right leaning uh-huh. that we're trying to to do this, and it was just like, listen, the internet needs to be free and untouched. Yes, we need to have everything from cat videos <laughs> to child porn and everything in between. Oh no, no, no listen, I I don't want it. But that's what they were saying in the whole net neutrality thing. That mm-hmm. it was like there are some things that we need to stifle, yeah. and there are some things that we need to whatever. But who would decide that would be these parent companies. And it's like, no, you shouldn't be able to decide that. I should be able to go on my internet that I'm paying for and see anything that I want, even if it's illegal and the FBI ends up at my house. (laughs) Oh, no. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey, I'm not a fan of child porn. Matter of fact, I've never even seen it. So, however, something like the internet, if you don't have neutrality, and the weird thing is I've lived in a place where there wasn't a free internet. Right. I've lived in a country where when you've tried to access certain websites, mm-hmm. you get literally a police warning oh saying God. that you've tried to access this site and the fact that you've tried to access this site is now sent to the authorities. Stop trying to access this site. We don't want to come to your house. Mm-hmm. Keep doing this and we'll be there. Oh, like big ass blue screen with a shield for like the police or whatever. Oh, it was yeah. That's frightening. That times. happens in I'll, I'll I'll definitely it happens in South Korea. Uh-huh. It happens in Bahrain. It happens in Saudi Arabia. It happens in UAE. Mm. Yeah. So we do have some freedoms here. We do. And I can see where you know we take things too far. Often times where you have people who are arrested for child porn or whatever, because really you shouldn't be looking at that, nor should you be proliferating sharing or whatever. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like once you start stifling and curtailing X, then what's going to stop you from doing that for Y, Z, A, right. B, and C? Mm-hmm. Now I can't see information on 
dissenting opinion from the government. Now I can't see mm -hmm. information exactly. that's against the company that's providing the internet. That's right. I don't necessarily agree with the, some of the proposals for net neutrality that were part of that because it was yeah. mainly a political... It was very... Yes, it was very political. It's I'm like, glad we banded together as people. And that, this it, when we came together as a community, it wasn't like right-wing or left-wing. Mm -hmm. It was everyone is just like, leave the internet alone. Mm -hmm. We like it how it is. The people who are doing bad shit... Go arrest them. Leave the rest of us right, alone. Right. We like big-titted women from Mozambique <laughs> on our Pornhub. And it's very legal if they're of age. <laughs> Which I think is fair. Yeah, totally fair. That's right. Uh, so AT&T did actually win that lawsuit, though. Yeah. I was so disappointed to, to hear that back then. The main thing that, that makes me uncomfortable is the fact that at the time, people were pointing out that, hey, the prices could go up. There could be blackouts. Yes. They, and they were planning that, they, actually. They were planning that. Yeah. And, well, AT&T was, was denying it at that time, saying, no, we wouldn't raise prices. But it, but it was we in the fine print. You could read it yourself. I, I looked into it so much because I didn't want my internet fucked with. Right. So if you have direct TV... And over the last several years, you've had those moments when you're like, hey, I can't watch NBC because there's a dispute right now happening between the parent company and the, dis you know, that is because AT&T won their lawsuit and they did what they said they wouldn't do and they raised their prices and now there's a, a back and forth yeah. about how much the provider's going to pay. And that's why you lost a lot of channels too, yes. depending on the service provider that you were with. That's right. Um, for, for example, I don't know if you will, you watch more football, but mm -hmm. like you can't get nba tv on certain services mm -hmm. so like i think if you have you know i'm not going to say because i might be wrong but if you have a certain internet service provider mm -hmm. that's going for your streaming you no matter what you do you cannot get nba tv mm -hmm. but if you have another one then you can and it's like come the fuck on it's the same yeah it's the nfl sunday ticket it's exclusive to direct tv yeah like, like you have to get direct tv to watch to. nfl sunday ticket yes so this is why it Yo. drives me bonkers when people say, free market, free market, free market. Um, dude, we don't fucking have a free market right now. What the fuck mm -hmm. are you talking about? Yeah. When it comes to your internet service provider, your cable TV, your mm -hmm. streaming services, or your healthcare, it's the same none of it's driven by a free market. So Yeah, for sure. We're in a mixed economy, guys, just so you know. AT&T, this ain't their first rodeo. And they were basically saying get rid of anybody who might make this look bad because we don't want to... I mean, I'm... This is alleged. Mm -hmm. I don't know for sure. Yeah. But it kind of it kind of smells like that because but, this ain't their first rodeo. And that's one of the questions I had, like, on the day when Zucker resigned. He didn't get fired. He resigned. He resigned because he was going to get fired. He was going to get fired. Mm -hmm. Um, Was... There were two of... There are two people involved, mm -hmm. consensually, mm -hmm. legally, whatever. And the only issue was that we didn't go talk to HR and say, hey, we're fucking. Yep. He resigned, and there was like a memo. And it was, like, it was very short. It was five sentences saying, hey, hey, this is what happened. We didn't disclose, and I have to go, so peace, bye. Good luck. Mm -hmm. And he left. Like, he literally just walked out the building. And then she released a statement, Allison Gullist. I never even read her statement. What oh, did it say? yeah, it was very short, just like his. It was just like this, you know, this happened because we were in a consensual, like she, they made it very clear. It was consensual. Mm -hmm. And then she referenced that they had been friends for over 25 years, mm -hmm. started back when they were both working at NBC, mm -hmm. almost at NCB, which is National Commercial Bank, but <laughs> whatever. Um, and she made it clear that she never got any of her positions because of that, because... Mm -hmm. The relationship started during COVID, mm. which which a lot of people had started terrible relationships because we were locked the fuck down right. in COVID. <laughs> and, yeah. and relationships that shouldn't have started. But, you know, here we are. People were trying to adjust. So, you know, maybe, I don't know if they were quarantined, quarantined together. And, you know, humans... Yeah, who, who says you, what they... You eat? and me, baby, ain't nothing but mammals. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it like they do it on, on the on, Discovery on Channel. On Discovery Inc. So... <laughs> the fuck out of yes, myself. We did. Because like young people are just like, what the fuck did they I know. just say? Song lyrics. Song. Look it up. Great song. They had monkey suits. Um 
It's such a good song. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, what bothered me about that, and, and this led to another conversation with friends, was it's like, why did he quit, but she didn't quit and also didn't have to? She's still working there right yeah. now, and she's 50% of whatever was of, happening yeah. as, as much as he was. And so my friend said he had more liability. Mm -hmm. I think that's true. I think that is true. But it is a solid question. Yeah. Why is why is it that he had to go like he had to or he would have been fired, Mm -hmm. like you said. But she was just like, yeah, this sucks. Sorry, but see you guys tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Eh? And I don't and I don't know if 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 there was like an aspect, maybe a sprinkling of like the Me Too movement in that where it's just like, don't touch the girl. And if that's the case, that's unfortunate. I think that diminishes the purpose of Me Too. Yeah. Because it was consensual. Right. Me Too movement is about non-consensual things that have happened. So, you know, know, people always talk about it because it's not as much as we'd like to think that things are fair and balanced, they're not. They're not, no. You know, but like he had to go and she literally still has her positions Mm -hmm. and I think I don't know. I'm getting kind of fuzzy, but she's either maintaining her position or moving into a new position when the merger happens. Okay. But still, like on the same like the same importance, level. pay grade so it'd be like level. A lateral move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I've seen this happen before too. That uh, if there were two parties involved in a consensual relationship, one of the man was forced out of the company, had to leave, and the female stayed. I just never quite understood that from a corporate perspective, but personally, if it were me, I would probably leave the company too, just because I wouldn't want people to discuss it. Because, because it's never reputation. going to die. It's never going to it's die. It's never going to it, Like the water cooler conversations, it's like, Always. man, things were X, Y, Z when Zucker was here, but you know, well, She's still here. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the unfortunate reality. And it goes back to my question of why do we care who's dating who? We yeah. really shouldn't. But the reality of the situation presents itself thusly. If you have a relationship with anybody in the office, people are going to discuss it. And it's going to follow you no matter what. So I don't know why she stayed, honestly. But it doesn't surprise me just because I've seen it before. Yeah. I think he does have more liability, partially because he was a superior not 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 was a superior. He is the superior. superior. Yeah, the, there was no the one higher than him. That's right. So he definitely was the superior. Yeah, and uh, I think there is an element of the Me Too thing, which is, in my opinion, being misconstrued. So, yeah, that's a little bit of sexism against men there. That it's a different judgment. Yeah, on on him versus her. So. Because there, because there's no like I've I've looked. There's no questioning. There's no scrutiny. There's no article. There's no article talking about that question. Right. Why does she get to stay and he has to go? There's yeah. nothing. I'd like to see it get to a point where she stays and people don't talk about it anymore. That's not going to happen. I know. I That's... know. But we should hopefully get to that point where it'd be like, okay, she's deciding to stay. Cool. See you tomorrow. Like I, I, like I, I would prefer mm-hmm. it if they both had to leave. Or they both could stay. Because it's like, the, yeah. in, in this specific, unique situation, she did not get to her position by being with him. Right. So there's nothing that you could like point to in an investigation. It's right. like, this was terrible for the company because... Mm-hmm. No, it was just, they went to work in different offices, did their jobs to the best of their abilities. Mm-hmm. And then when they left work and did other things at night, yeah. that had nothing to do with work. Right. This just shows that... Like what, if, what if they were in love and, like, got married? Right. And I'm going to give you a perfect example of this. Joe Scarborough... Yes, and, and Mika Brzezinski. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Because it was his show. When I first, It was his show. The first time I ever watched Joe and Mika was well before they ever got married, well before they ever disclosed they were in a relationship. And I was like, are these two married? Because they're kind of flirting with each other. And it wasn't until two or three years later... That they were like, yes, we are in a relationship. They told their audience, yeah. we're in a relationship. 
And then eventually they got engaged, and then they got married, and they're married today. Right, but they were they were they were kicking it before they told before, us before they were before divorced. They told, before yeah, they were before they were exactly. I was about yes. to hit that because and their thing was an actual affair. It was, mm-hmm. and and I guess because they came and they were just forthcoming and open and whatever, mm-hmm. everyone was just like, "Oh, that's so cute." Plastic surgery forehead, and you know, and that was that was it. Yeah. But but it was like if we compare both situations, at, at what point did she did they have to disclose? Right. And versus and like why didn't why didn't one of them have to leave the show? In my mind, it never bothered me. It didn't bother gang. Got shit to do with me. Is the show good or not? Exactly. I'm there to watch the kind. Dude, it's been years since I've watched their show anyway, but. I was there to watch the content. I was there to see what they had to say. Mm-hmm. However, even when I found out that they had been hooking up before they got divorced, I didn't care I because it's not fuck. my place to judge. It is not my place to judge who they're with, who they're dating, if they're fucking. I don't care. They, wait, so 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 in their specific situation, they were having like a legit affair. Yeah. They were both married to other people. Yes. Left their individual spouses got together, started dating, got engaged, got married. And I get that. They were working in close proximity, mm-hmm. probably shared a bunch of common interests. They definitely shared political beliefs if yeah. they're on the same show, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Hey, just so you guys know, that's never going to happen here. No, no, it's nah, not. I got shit to do. No, I got, never going to happen. Got my own kids, my own problem. <laughs> right. Um, but, but, but yeah, I, at that point, I was just like, I was just like, oh, well, thanks. Kind of expected it. Who cares? Yeah, because I thought they had a lot of chemistry anyway. So I was kind of like, I thought they were married when I first saw them. Right, I did. And then when I found when they disclosed, I was like, oh, you weren't? Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. So this just goes to show, again, that there's so... CNN could have set the example. They could have said, okay, these two are having a relationship, purely consensual. Her position has nothing to do with him promoting her. So we're going to let this stand and we're still going to let the merger go forward. We don't think this is all. It just goes to the fact that that Warner Media mm. and AT&T and anybody else involved and Discovery, they all believe that having sex is a is a bad thing. Is a, is a negative a on, the, on the, the merger or whatever. Yeah, just they think it's a t- because, it's a bad because, thing. Because had they like, done had they done what you were saying, right? Mm hmm. Cuomo wouldn't have a leg to stand on. He wouldn't. It would just be like, it would just be like, yeah, it is. Sorry, we didn't disclose, but it is. So now you're not getting your money, and good luck. Yeah. Sorry for being a dickhole trying to like use your position to help your shit brother. Right. And goodbye, good riddance. Right. This this ammunition. This is like a dud. It's like a dud oh. grenade. It's like yeah, you threw it, and it was just like. Boop. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been over. They could have set the example. And and that's where I hope we get to. In and the maybe that would have changed. Yeah. Exactly what yeah. you were gonna say. Yeah. Maybe that would have changed the 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 the, the idea in corporate America mm-hmm. going forward. Yeah. But now it's like. Now we're still where we've always, always been. been. Yeah. Exactly. So I can't. Know, I can't believe like having sex consensually with somebody that you work with can determine if you keep your job or not, right. even if you are doing a good job. I don't understand. Yeah, it just doesn't make any sense to me why we're still in this position in the 21st century that having sex is a negative thing. Why so much shame around it? What? And and as professional as they were, yeah, like, I'm not promoting you because we're together. You're going to have to earn that. Mm-hmm. And that's not going to be a part of our relationship right. or whatever, whatever. Right. Like, I'm not, I don't know. I don't and get you it. Know what, you know what the funny thing is, though? You know what the funny thing is about the whole thing is? If they, at whatever point that they should have, which we still haven't determined, mm-hmm. had gone to HR and be like, hey, just so you guys know, we're hooking up. Because they, they, I don't think they're in a relationship. I've never seen that in an article. They're, they're not like boyfriend and girlfriend. They're not engaged. They're not nothing. They were just hooking up. Well, no, I think actually some people in CNN are saying that they are in a loving relationship. Whoa. I don't know. I, that's the thing is I don't know. I don't care enough to go find out. Okay. <laughs> but so, so had they gone and disclosed... He wouldn't have gotten fired. I, st- I still think he would have. Even if he had this, like this. No, I'm talking disclosed like prior mm. to the whole merger thing. Oh, like, at, the, at the point where he, yeah. where, where maybe they went out to dinner and like hooked up, had sex, whatever, right. and then came in the next day was just like, hey, 
things are happening between us, and we, I, just right. want, I just want to document that on this day that you were told. Right. So when it finally came out, and Cuomo was just like, hey, whatever, he'd be like, hey, HR already knows, so we're right. going to go on with this investigation. So Good right. luck. Um, yeah. And then he wouldn't have been fired because right. it's not like he was terrible at his job. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the right wing might say he was terrible at his job, but I don't know. But he wasn't losing money. CNN wasn't losing money because of him. No, no. And so let's assume for one second that they did, in fact, disclose it to one to, to HR. Mm-hmm. It was on the books that these two were having a consensual, whether it's sexual relationship or actual romantic relationship. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not willing to jump to the conclusion that they would have been 100 percent okay. But to me, the fact that they, if if Jeff Sucker's firing was solely because he failed to disclose it to human resources, that doesn't seem like the largest violation to, because there are people embezzling money from companies. There is, there are, there are people like the former president who is inflating his property in order to get loans and then deflating his property to pay taxes. That's a serious problem. Not disclosing a consensual relationship or a sexual encounter with somebody to HR, uh, that doesn't seem like something worth firing. I, I just that's my personal opinion. And like and like we said before, comparing it to the whole Joe and Mika thing, they were both been divorced. Right. Now I, now here's the thing. We don't know if they're lying about when it started, but they said it was during COVID. So right. we don't have to take their word for it. Take their word for it. What I don't understand is how, going back to the AT&T lawsuit, the antitrust, the, the, the lawsuit that failed in 2018, mm-hmm. how the government wasn't able to win that regarding AT&T because of the diseconomies of scale. So if we talk about what an economy of scale is, it's basically if you have a parent company, if as they ramp up production, whatever that production is, up, whether it's content or whether it's actual widgets or whatever, as you ramp up production, your laborers increase their skills and they become more efficient in the output of that product. And therefore, your costs decline and your profit goes up. Yeah. That's the ideal situation. That's what they call economy of scale. Diseconomy of scale means that even if you ramp up production, you're bleeding money because your, your costs are still going up despite the fact that you're supposed to be becoming more efficient with your production. So a lot of these mergers and acquisitions that are happening with AT&T, Time Warner, AOL and Time Warner, all that kind of stuff, I assume it's happening or even in paper, it has been documented that it's been happening because those money or those companies are going bankrupt. And the only way that they can stay as an actual company is to merge with another company. That's, so what ha- that's what happened with Delta and Northwest. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, a, lot of, a lot of people don't even remember there was an, an airline called Northwest. Northwest, yeah. But you know what the funny part was? Is that Delta was the company that was going bankrupt. Mm. Northwest bought Delta and uh-huh. kept the Delta name yes. and trashed yes. their own. Because, yeah, when you, when you hear Delta, when you hear Northwest, what right, you like, remember more? So Delta. Delta. Yeah. So let's go with that. Right. Exactly. So my question is... When we put up put up the graphic again of all these companies that are all intertwined together, and there's really just a handful of these media companies that run everything, is it really true that there's such a diseconomy of scale that all these other companies that failed because they're just that bad at managing their money? No. Or is there something else at play here? Because I cannot believe that the only way for these companies to survive is to merge them all together. I think the goal is... and I think the goal is monopoly, which is the goal or has been the result, not necessarily the goal, but the result of late-stage capitalism. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the entire result of late-stage capitalism is to have one guy be Lex Luthor. <laughs> Lex Luthor, that's good, yeah. And currently, it's looking like two dudes. <laughs> it's yeah. Jeff Bezos and, Bezos, and Elon yeah. Musk. Yeah. yeah, that's what it's looking like. But it's just interesting to me that we can clearly see that there are monopolistic tendencies going on. Yeah. And the Department of Justice has failed to prevent this from happening. It's very rare that the the DOJ would get involved in this because losing a lawsuit like this is Mm -hmm. very detrimental to the entire case. So they took a huge risk suing AT&T when they tried to merge with AOL Time Warner because... It, it, losing that case 
ended up in creating this narrative that I'm sorry, but there's no reason the government should prevent a merger from happening. Right, right. You have to really make your case very strongly. I think they did make a strong case. And, and it's proven that the Department of Justice was correct. AT&T, with that merger, they started having blackouts and prices went up and everything that the DOJ predicted did actually come true. But because they lost that lawsuit, yeah. it's harder for them to sue companies in the future to break them up. And I'm going to I'm going to give you a perfect example of why it is harder, of how uh, how it was harder. So when Facebook bought Instagram, mm. There was a whole antitrust case. And, like, literally, we could do four podcasts on that alone. Oh, yeah, we could. There's a whole case because what they did was the antitrust, you know, committee of Congress and all of those other people who were investigating. Um, they went through all of the emails. And it was, like, 600,000 emails. This is a stupid number. Mm-hmm. And they sift through. And they found, like, three emails. That were like the the smoking gun, uh-huh. because Zuckerberg had like messaged somebody else or whatever, or emailed somebody else saying mm-hmm. that, you know, if we don't buy Instagram, then they would be cutting into our revenue regarding pictures and comments mm-hmm. and likes and whatever, whatever, whatever. Right. In terms of ad revenue. Right. So we have to buy them. For this specific reason. To stifle the to competition. To stifle the competition. And it's there. Like, you can Google this if you want. Yeah. And because of the previous lawsuit that you're mentioning, they got to get away with buying Instagram. Exactly. It is devastating to lose a case like this because it sets the precedent. Yep. And it, it's harder to overcome. We can see that the result of this is mm-hmm. that the merger or the acquisition of another company becomes the priority and the people who work for those companies are expendable. Oh, yeah. Usually within a merger, like, uh, at least, it, it depends on the scope of the com- company, but, this, uh, like, the company that gets absorbed, like, literally all of their employees get fired. Not necessarily. I've, I've been through several mergers before, and we have kept a lot of staff because you we really have to balance the ones that know mm-hmm. the existing procedures and merging yeah. with the the procedures of the parent company mm-hmm. and but much like you said with delta uh, we i've been through mergers where we have retained yeah. the, the technology of the company that was absorbed whereas we kept the name of the the you know the company that had been there before right but now, right now the big merger a lot of- is Microsoft acquiring Blizzard and Activision mm. and I'm a Blizzard gamer are you oh, I am you saw it earlier is that what you were doing yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> um and one of the things we know for sure because we you know depending on how long you've played these games or whatever mm-hmm. that a lot of the employees, a lot of the developers, a lot of the whatever, they're they're gonna be gone, mm-hmm. and that not that might not be good for Blizzard games. Let's say for so there are many Blizzard games. There's Diablo, Overwatch, World of Warcraft, Starcraft, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Call of Duty. Oh man! And so a lot of people are speculating that Microsoft bought this company, and they bought it cash too, which is oh. like sixty eight, like seventy billion. Wow. Um, that, and the CEO of Blizzard, Activision Blizzard is leaving. He's mm-hmm. already said he's leaving, or he's leaving but not leaving but leaving. Um, is that Microsoft bought this company for the acquisition of the Call of Duty franchise. Mm-hmm. So all of these other games that you care about might just be fucking done. See, that's really... That's sad. how it works. That, that is how it works. And that and that definitely mirrors what's happening at CNN because yeah. the culture at CNN seems to be something that was amenable to a lot of people that work there. They liked it. And that culture is getting lost now because it's overshadowed by the culture of the company that's coming in and taking over. And so if, if people who have become accustomed to playing certain games... They're going to lose that culture because the people yeah. who've worked at those companies are getting all fired. All the devs, all the culture the goes away. Writers, all the, the the people who made the lore, like everything is going to go in a different direction now. You know, mm. and and like so a lot, one of the biggest worries right now mm. is that a lot of these games are completely PC based, not Call of Duty, 
but like a lot of the other like Starcraft is obviously PC based. Mm-hmm. People are just gonna people we are all speculating that holy shit, we're gonna have some of our favorite games that are now gonna be on console are gonna be on Xbox. There's something different about playing on PC versus console. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Can you imagine playing StarCraft on a fucking controller? I don't know. I don't know. When you become accustomed to something, yeah. that's that's where companies really sometimes fail at doing user experience analysis to the to the, the degree that they need to. Yeah. Some big wig comes in there and says, I know best what our customers want. And nine times out of ten, it's not. It's not. It's not. They're not speaking the same language because yeah. a lot of these CEOs are boomers. <laughs> Your earlier point about doing boomer things. They don't know things. what the fuck is going on. Mm-hmm. They don't. Yeah. At, at this point, what we can do is tell you about our Patreon. Mm-hmm. And that's where you can get cool hoodies like this with the nice Knicks Politics logo. Or you can come talk to us on the show or get merch or get bonus footage like we're about to do yeah. right now because... What we're going to do is probably talk about more antitrust sure. things and um, Supreme Indeed. Court cases and DOJ involvement with mergers, et cetera, et cetera. Come be nerdy with us. Yeah. You learn things. That's Plus, like, it's sexy. The benefit of becoming a patron is that you learn a lot of shit without having to do the research yourself. Because so. she did the research for you. <laughs> yeah. I just get drunk and laugh. <laughs> but... <laughs> So, patreon.com slash mixpolitics, and that's where you can find us. Um, if you do want to reach us other ways, and you don't want to go to Patreon, Beth can tell you more about that. Well, we are on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're uh, on YouTube, and you can also email us at mixedpoliticspod at gmail.com. You can listen to us anywhere you subscribe to podcasts, but you should give us a rating. Give us five stars, please. And uh, in terms of our podcast, we are listened to in 36 countries. Um, actually, 37 the last time I checked. That's awesome. 37 countries. Thank you to everybody who's listening. So you can definitely find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Deezer, Podcaster, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We are also trying to reach a specific number of subscribers on the YT, on the YouTube. Yes. So if you would just go like and subscribe, we would really appreciate that. I'm going to still get drunk and do this anyways, whether you do it or not. That's right. We're going to do it regardless. Yeah, because I like it. (laughs) Me too. Cheers. Thanks for sticking it out.